Aloha. Today's episode is brought to you by the Western Extension Risk Management Education Center, RASIP, USDA NIFA, and the University of Hawaii College of Tropical Ag and Human Resources and the Livestock Extension Group. Aloha. Welcome to the Livestock Bala'au Mini, a podcast aimed to provide educational support, information, guidance, and outreach to our livestock stakeholders in Hawaii. We are your hosts, Meli Oshiro and Shannon Sand. And today we're just going to be talking about some updates and what's going on this month. Yeah, this is probably going to be a short one, I think, don't you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we'll try our best, y'all. We know everybody's busy this time of month, yeah. the year anyways, in general. So I was going to say yeah. the month, but I'm like, this time of year. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep our mini, mini. <laughs> we'll keep our mini, mini or try our best. So for uh, feedback, we are going to continue asking for feedback throughout the year so that we can just kind of cyclically every three to six months check and make sure that we're getting your feedback. We are doing content and focusing on the information and the services and tools and education y'all really want to hear about. So if there's someone you really want us to bring on or something like that, or if you yourself have, again, ideas, anything like that, please please share that with us. You know, I always like to say to have your voice heard. It's important. So I'm making sure that we're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely helps to make sure that the programs we're putting out um, is relevant to you folks. Absolutely. So give us your feedback and updates and workshops, events that are coming on and some other events, not just workshops, but events in general. Uh, This month there is Hawaii Cattlemen's Convention, which is happening in person for the first time since Everything got shut down. Yay. So we get to be in person this year. It's November 18th and 19th. The 18th is all day um, down for the convention and Cattlemen's College uh, in Waikoloa Mm -hmm. on the Big Island. And Saturday, November 19th is going to be their annual meeting. So if you have not already, check out their website for more information. You can still register, I believe, for that event if you're interested in going. Oh, great. And we'll put, of course, the links in our show notes, as we always do. There's also sort of a pre-event that's happening over with a company called Symbrosia. So if you're not familiar with Symbrosia, mm-hmm. now's the time to find out. They're going to have a free event nope. talking about the yeah. mineral supplementations and other programs that they're working or feed supplements that they're working on in relation to cattle and ruminant um, nutrition. So those are Very kind good. of exciting things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shannon and I will both be at Cattlemen's Convention. We will have a booth there with CITAR, put out some educational materials mm-hmm. there, other information that's going on um, and updates and things and goodies. So come and check it out uh, or just stop by to say hi. Say hi. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll be there. And also a scholarship yeah, love opportunity. Yeah, I'd love to be able to see mm-hmm. people that hopefully are listening to our podcast. Also <laughs> seeing people in person will be really <laughs> nice. So. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and some scholarship opportunities for any university students yeah. or college students that are out there. Hawaii Rangeland Stewardship Foundation, um, they have a scholarship that's out right now. Full or part-time students, go and check out their we- website. Hawaii, it's hhirangelandstewardship.org. Um, we'll put the links as well. But if you are working on any type of educational program that has to do with local food production, land stewardship, rangeland management, anything like that based here in Hawaii, um, I believe you would qualify to apply for this scholarship. So go ahead and check it out. And workshops, Shannon. Upcoming workshops. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, I think we have quite a few coming up, it feels like, over the next few months. So uh, November, December, for those that do direct marketing or direct sales or are interested in that, we are doing a, a POS, which stands for point of sale. So things like Square, Toast, stuff like that, and discussing how that can be incorporated into your risk management strategies, but also showing you, again, the different terminals, different options, uh, how to set those things up. Things like that will be happening in November and December. There will be an online option for that. There will also be in-person. The in-person ones will probably be capped. And should you have a phone, you might just leave with your own small mag stripe that you can plug in depending on the type of phone you have. So that that is what is coming up in the next couple of months uh, for me. But I know, I think there's others. You have a workshop coming up here too, don't you, Mele? In the next month Yeah, or so... so- December 9th, we're going to have a uh, beef nutrition and meat quality workshop. So we're going to have a couple different That'll folks presenting on um, grass-finished yeah. beef production, uh, ruminant nutrition in grass-finished beef, as well as doing some demos nice. on shear force analysis and looking at meat tenderness um, and kind of how we do all that types of stuff and just looking at meat quality. So a bunch of different topics. Look for the flyer. It should be coming out soon. Registration will be required. But of course, as always, it will be free um, and it will be held over yeah. in Kabuala. So if you um, I am the person putting it on. So if you have any questions about it, uh, go ahead and, you know, send us an email or whatnot. Send an email. It, is sort of part of the BQA, Beef Quality Assurance um, programs that I run and workshops that we put on for education and training. So it will, um, you know, I guess I could give the update now on BQA because we are, uh, Beef Quality Assurance and the BQA program are sort of changing and trying to standardize the um, requirements for certification. So Mm -hmm. they will be offering or looking to offer a sort of continuing educational program for BQA certified folks. So instead of going through uh, every three years, a full recertification, you could accumulate continuing education credits across the three years once you are certified so that at the third year, you could get recertified based on the amount of continuing ed credits that you have. So it's sort of a new thing that they're doing. Um, I am the BQA coordinator in the state. So we are going to sort of try that here and see how it works. You can do the continuing education credits for two cycles. So in other words, you would have to do, you could do it for two periods, right? So every three years. And then after that, you would have to do a full recertification um, and attend those. So we're still going to have yeah. times where we have a regular recertification. So you'll still be able to do those opportunities. But when we have workshops in between on just new or current topics and things that are coming up, we want to be able to offer those as sort of a continued ed- educational opportunity for the BQA um, folks that are certified so they can use that as a continued educational credit. It will be open to everybody, but for the BQA folks, it's an opportunity for you to not have to sit into a full recertification every three years and these other workshops that CTAR um, puts on. Um, There is a, there is certain caveats because we do have to have a a, um, record of your attendance. We need to have a record of a sort of quiz or test that's given for every educational event that you attend as, and want to count that as a continued educational credit. So anyways, I will be providing more information. I'm sure there's some sort of 
format that they have to go yeah. through to get, yeah. so it's, get, it, get the workshop certified as a continuing education credit for BQA or something. So. Exactly. So yeah. it's sort of new. The B, BQA is for beef quality nice. assurance. So it only has to do with beef producers if they if they are part of the program. Um, there are mm-hmm. other quality assurance programs out there as well. If folks are not aware, there are things for pork. So there's PQA, the pork quality assurance, and there is a sheep one as well, but they were revamping that sheep quality assurance program program at the time um so last year i believe so it's supposed to come out the end of this year it's supposed to be available so i'm not sure last i checked it had not come out yet but there are other quality assurance and you know i I, always people ask like why should i do this you know it's just an extra certification it might not give me more money for my animals but it gives you opportunities to attend other events because you get to know about the other events and there's scholarship opportunities and grant opportunities with these with these quality assurance programs if you're part of them you can get monies to um or apply to get the monies to help fund travel to certain events and um, other educational opportunities so if you are producing livestock and you have a quality assurance program for the livestock that you're producing, it's good to look into it. Most of the certifications, some of them are mostly free or very minimal in cost. And it's not every year that you have to do them, but it gives you the opportunities to apply for grants. And one example is there right. is a, a producer resilient grant that's offered through BQA um, or through NCBA, but it's for beef quality assurance um, certific- cert- certified participants that they can apply for these grants to help support travel to educational events. So like the National Cattlemen's Beef Association conference that they have, you can use these types of things for those type of educational events or like our stockmanship and stewardship events that are around there. So being part of the quality assurance program sometimes is beneficial in that way. Um, yeah, it might be a little bit more work, but I feel like you provide that education to the producers and, um, you know, and it shows you as a producer, you're doing the best you can to um, ensure the the well management practices and animal welfare and all those types of things is important to you. And you're showing that to the consumer. So yeah. Anyways, long story short, we do have a BQA workshop that's going to be coming up. So yeah. Just thought sounds I'd throw exciting that out though. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. it's great. I, I I think it's a, it's a good opportunity. Like we do a lot of workshops through CTAR and uh, most of the BQA coordinators are part of an extension university or extension or land grant university. And they're part of extension service, cooperative extension. And so they put on workshops throughout the year, you know, so it's an opportunity for producers to take those workshops and use it as a continuing ed. There's some States that are already doing this, um, you know, so we're sort of working it out, but the quality insurance itself is going to start to develop um, online continuing educational material that folks can use so that they'll have the access online for those material as well as attending yeah. different workshops that they're not happening in their state. So, yes, yeah, so for anybody who's yeah. off island listening to this and you're part of BQA, um, you know, my goal is to be able to try and bring workshops outside to the other islands, although I'm based on the big island, but, you know, uh, with funding available. You got to do with what you got resource wise. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, but even webinars could be counted, you know, so that's anyways, that's all in the works. Um, Something new that's coming out. Uh, We have not, we need to work out the kinks for it. So bear with us while we do that. But anyways, just one other thing to um, throw out there for our BQA folks. Okay. Sounds good. So for UH COVID updates, Mele, do you want to kind of go through that? I mean, we haven't really had a change since last month when everything pretty much ended. So 
Yeah, you know? I think we're still sitting at the same place, right? Not masks same are place. not required indoors, but recommended, especially in um, areas that you're close in contact with people or confined areas. Always best to, uh, or it's recommended for you to use a mask, I right? Should say, but it's no longer required. Yay! So, Who we uh, got? and our upcoming livestock follow our guest this month. I'm really excited. Yeah. Do you want to tell them who it is? Yeah, it's Dr. Ryan Longman. Um, he is with University East yeah. West Center and he is part or will be sharing with us about his Pacific Drought Knowledge Exchange program. So cool. Um, and some other projects that kind of came about because of that initial one. And one is the Hawaii Rangelands Portal. So yeah. a lot of information of talking about drought management, drought mitigation, programs that they're working on, um, tools that they've created or are creating. So listen in. We are yeah. probably not going to tell you anymore so that you have to listen to the episode. But um, all I'll just yeah. say is it's really, really good. We had a lot of, I feel like, great conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's doing some really exciting things. I was like, when well, I was very excited to hear about some of the stuff happening here. Yeah, so. yeah. Very exciting. And, you know, it's it's hard work thinking about drought management and mitigation here with the multiple yeah, microclimates that we have. So anyways, it was a very great conversation um, that we had with him and lots of information shared. Uh, he will also be at Hawaii Cattlemen's Conference, um, and they will be there demoing, demoing some of the tools and stuff that they have. So for any yeah. of the beef producers that are going to be down at the Cattlemen's Conference, check them out. Two-line spittlebug application yeah. updates. What do we know? Yeah, that application period has ended. The RFP was closed October 17th. But if you have questions about it, um, you know, reference or give a call to Dr. Mark Thorne because he's the one working um, with Hawaii Department of Ag. But there is a two-line spittlebug application now available for iOS and Android phones and available in those stores. So Apple or Google Play. I'm not an Android person. So every time I, I don't know. People ask me, like, what's, I don't know the store. It's Google Play Store, for those that don't know. Google Play Store, yeah. But it's yeah. fine. You can say Android. Either one works. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, you can, uh, say, you can say either one. Yeah, it's it's um pretty easy to use. It gives you ability or information on how to properly identify two-line spittlebug. Um, gives you little measuring tools in there on how to use it. You can take a picture and sort of um, mark yeah. the areas that you found two-line spittlebug if you find it on your property. And then that goes into a bigger um, database that we can look at a big picture or map of all the different areas and places that people have identified spittlebug and it sort of gives us spread. It helps us identify, you know, potential movement of the, the, the insect and um, mitigation strategies. That's also provided in the app. It tells you different um, tools that you can use and grazing management and um, whatnot. And yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, by tracking and allowing this information to go to like, to aggregate, um, I'm assuming confidentially, uh, on a greater level, it really does lead to new and better pest management options as well for Mm range. Like there's options in there, but like it will help again with the data and the information you're able to, you know, I, I say you, sorry, but I mean like Dr. Mark Thorne, uh, is able to come up with like Mm -hmm. new ideas or other ways that again are like more efficient. So I was like, Mm -hmm. uh, this really does help being able to track the movements throughout the island and stuff. So yeah. It also very, helps in very nerdy areas. 
Yeah, and and the funding yeah, too true. for it, so that we see that it's continuing to spread and and anticipate that spread on it. You know, the funding that came through yeah. um, last month, I should say, or was available last month, was to help producers to be able to recede those areas that have been damaged. Um, so now, if we can show that there's you know impact yeah. across different areas and whatnot, it could potentially you know lead to more funding and. Um, available resources for those producers that get impacted. So yeah, it's a, it's a tool. Check it out. Two line Spittlebug app. Um, like I said, both available in Apple and Google play stores. We will also be at the, the cattlemen's convention at the booth and we'll have some um, stuff set up there so you can easily access the app, show you how to use it. Um, yeah. Whatnot. And yeah, I think Mark's going to demo it or something at yes. some point. I don't know. Is that correct? Or am I yes. imagining? Okay. No, I, I believe like, I, you know everything's blending together. The more we get towards the end of the year, I don't know about anybody I know. else. I just, I can't believe we're in November already, right? We're this is November. Like, how I did the year go by? Feel so like fast? it was just June. I know, I know. So crazy. So, but, and we have our livestock days in November. So November second is National Deviled Eggs Day. You know, I like deviled eggs. I just don't so. like making them because it seems like it takes so long. There's a lot of steps. So I give the eggs from my chicken. Yeah, my to sister makes them. So I just knew when she makes them. <laughs> I know. I, like, I just have my sister do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why we just, we just produce it and we'll just give it to somebody else. You can cook it for us. <laughs> November 12th uh-huh. is National French Dip Day. I love French dip. It is literally, well, probably, I mean, there's so many sandwiches that are amazing, but I was like, I love it, especially the one at the hog and fish or the fish and hog out of Waimea. I think it's the fish and hog out of Waimea. It's, yep. yeah, I really enjoy it a lot. Yeah. So it's probably because yeah, it's, right. I think it's smoked. So it's like, yeah, it's just good. It's November a good party 17th, sandwich, National, right? It's so, I get like two or three, like, it's so good. Um, I love it. Very, very, I love a lot of their food. Uh, November 17th is National Butter Day or Butter Day, depending on how you pronounce it. So I love butter on toast or yeah, so good. You never have enough butter. And of course, November 24th, Thanksgiving Day, day to be thankful for all the wonderful things you have in your life. Yep. So I hope you all get to um, have a great Thanksgiving with your family and happy Thanksgiving. Happy early Thanksgiving, I guess, from us. But happy early Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Anything else? So no, I think that's about it. Just make sure to follow us on our social media pages, the Livestock Vala Ow and the Livestock Extension Group, if you haven't already. Be sure to visit the UHC TAR Extension website and our YouTube channel listed in the show notes. For additional information about this and other topics or to send us some comments, email us at valaao at hawaii.edu. Thanks for listening to the Livestock Valaao Mini. Yep. And before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast, by the way. That's us. Uh, By leaving us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. And then stay tuned for next month. Thanks again to our sponsors, the Western Extension Risk Management Education Center, RASAP, USA, NEPA, the Livestock Extension Group, and CTAR. Mahalo for listening. Ahoy ho. Mahalo. Ahoy ho.